Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for purpose and a more fulfilling life? Are you looking for inspiration and encouragement? Then this is the place for you. I'm Brooke Moore. I'm Gretchen Jackson. I'm Kelly Struther. I'm Tharwit Lovett. We are Shifter. In this podcast, we will address all things mindset. You will hear real stories from real women who have faced their fears, crushed their limiting beliefs, and have turned their mess into their message by shifting their mindsets and leveling up in business and life. Hi guys, welcome to the Shifter Podcast. I'm Brooke Moore and today we have Shelby Joyner with us and you guys are in for a real treat. Uh, Shelby and I were paired together, I think, because we might be two of the loudest, most outspoken (laughs) people. So uh, (laughs) hopefully you enjoy that. So Shelby is actually a Shifter alum. She is the CEO of Shelby and Company Inc. Stuttgart Sign Shop and a certified coach on the John Maxwell team. Her passion is helping small businesses achieve success through marketing and personal growth. Her and her husband are actually expecting their first baby in January of 2021. So we're excited about that. And she is excited to share her passions and dreams with a mini boss babe in training. (laughs) So thank you so much, Shelby, for joining us. And uh, your story is very inspirational to me. I'm sure it's going to be very inspirational to others. Um, I had talked to you before this and said, you know, I really wish that at your age that I had had some of these breakthroughs and done some of this work. So you're super inspirational and super impressive. And you guys, we're going to put some links in the show notes for uh, Shelby's businesses. She also has a podcast and so be looking for those. So first off, Shelby, I just wanted to ask you a little bit um, about your personal journey. Um, I know it's been a rough road kind of getting where you are. So if you want to start by telling us, you know, anything else you want to share about yourself and also telling us a little bit about your personal journey and um, how you got where you are today to the awesome boss babe that you are. Yeah, um, it's really cool hearing other people call me boss babe because, you know, just like eight years ago, I thought I was just this little 18 year old girl with no dreams or hopes and didn't know what I was doing with my life. So it's really cool to hear that. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm really excited to share with everybody. When I was out of high school, I definitely wanted to go to college. I didn't want to go to college. I didn't really know. Um, But I did get a full ride to UCA, um, which is a local college here in Arkansas. And I passed that up because I was really wanting to make money. I was like, dude, I'm 18 years old. I just busted my butt in high school. I want to freaking make money. You know, like I don't want to go to college for four more years and hopefully I'll find out what I want to do with my life. So at that time, um, I had met my first husband. Uh, and that was a, with talking about personal journey, that was a huge personal growth four years for me. Um, you know, you fall in love when you're 18 years old. He was much older. I was escaping my reality from my parents getting divorced after 25 years. I was having to take care of my brother, making sure he was okay. You know, I found this escape in a man. And uh, if you, <laughs> you probably understand how that goes. Um, when you find a man, you're like, oh, I just love him so much, you know, and And you think that, oh, the life is going to be so great with him because your reality is behind you. But in fact, I hadn't dealt with anything that I'd gone through like at, you know, 17, 18 years old. So 
with that, you know, uh, he introduced me to a lot of things, um, a lot of bad things in life. I was addicted to painkillers for about three and a half years of that relationship. Um, and he also uh, was very physically, emotionally, and verbally abusive, but in a way of like, it was just really sneaky. You know, it just came on over the years rather, and no one knew about it. You know, I was very good at hiding things because I wanted to be that strong person that was you know, 19, 20 years old, I've got, you know, we had a business at a time and I'll say that in a minute, but, you know, I wanted people to think that I was a strong person because I didn't go to college like everybody I went to school with, you know, I wanted people to think like, oh, I've got my life together. And so a little few years later, after going through my divorce, I had really gone off the deep end because I didn't deal with the trauma. Uh, But then, you know, having that realization of like, oh, I do have to deal with trauma and oh, I can't just keep running from this and I do have to face it. It was like a huge wall that just got broke down one night. I was super drunk. I broke up with my now husband. He was laying on the couch and I'd come home from partying and you know, I'm like, I just hate my life, you know, and from that moment, and it was like, it was yesterday. And fortunately, he married me after that. I don't know why. But you know, (laughs) he's fantastic. (laughs) But you know, after that, we've just really continued to grow together, you know, just in our personal growth individually, and then also growing together as a couple. And so finally, having that man in my life for almost three and a half years now, like that actually supports me and understands where I'm like, where I've been and where I want to go. Um, has really helped me with my personal growth journey now. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and you and I have talked before. Um, I'm divorced also, and that yeah. was, you know, it's very difficult when you have that narrative that yeah. you've allowed someone else to create to kind of break through those barriers and um, create your own story. And it takes a lot of strength to get from, you know, the spot where you are, where it's almost kind of hopeless yeah. to pull yourself up. So I definitely applaud you for doing that. I do know that's super difficult. And thank you so much for opening up and and sharing about that journey, because it is, it is difficult to talk about. Um, A lot of people, I think, see that as a failure and it's not a failure. It's Mm -hmm. it's part of your growth, like you said. And then um, you also are an illustration of, you know, persistence. And when you get to the other side, you know, now you and your husband are kind of on this journey together. And so there is hope and there is, you know, there are people out there that can help you along the way and help you, you know, grow and, and build. So you don't have to be defined by your past. So I think that's fantastic. And it's super inspirational to, to hear that from you. So let's shift gears just a little bit. Uh, you are a busy entrepreneur. And uh, yeah. we, when we got on, uh, Shelby is actually coming to us from her car because she doesn't <laughs> yeah. want to be interrupted. And I totally get that. So tell us a little bit about your um, mm-hmm. entrepreneurial journey, how you got where you are. And I know that you've had some obstacles and faced some things along the yeah. way in business um, as well. So tell us a little bit about that yeah. and how you've overcome some things over the, along the way. Well, I love talking about my business journey because it's not as depressing as my personal journey, <laughs> <laughs> but it is a really fun one um, and one that I was like, it's just so unexpected, you know, like when I was in high school and I told people this and they look at me like I'm crazy, but I was like, I wanted to be a choir director, like what? I wanted to be a choir director, you know, um, instead I get paid to sing now. So that's really nice. But like I said, when I was 18, didn't go to college. I actually got my real estate license. I was an assistant for five years through like junior high and high school to a realtor. And back then, which it wasn't that long ago, it wasn't cool to be young and in real estate like it is now. Like it's like such a fad now for all these people to get into real estate and like be realtors. Um, but back then, if you were 18 in real estate, people thought like you didn't know what you're doing. They wanted to hire all the 80 year olds and that was all they wanted, you know? So <laughs> I learned that right. the hard way. 
But I also got my Zumba certification, which I don't know if you've ever taken Zumba before. Uh, (laughs) But I was, (laughs) I wasn't even coordinated, girl. Let me tell you, (laughs) I had to like teach myself all this stuff. Um, But I, that's how I first learned how to make money and like what making money felt like. Um, I wasn't living off my dad. I wasn't living off the boyfriend at the time or anything. I was making my own money. And um, I would teach 10 classes a week um, and I would make $100 a class. So that was really fun. And it really got me out of my box because I was a very quiet and insecure person when I was in high school. And so it got me like up on stage in front of women. And that's how I really learned how to like influence people. It's how I learned that I have to be respectful at all times. I have to learn how to be professional at all times. Even if I'm shaking my ass in front of everybody, (laughs) I still got to be respectful. And so, and then I also learned about like managing money. Like my parents didn't teach me how to manage money when I, and girl, I still struggle with that. But, you know, it was like one of the first things I was starting to teach myself. So um, after that, I quit everything and pursued my wonderful ex-husband's dream of his life. And so we started a business and uh, it was a window tent shop. And I had never even heard of window tent. Apparently, it was super lame. I didn't know. And my windows weren't even tinted in high school. Apparently, that's super uncool. But anyway, (laughs) so I learned this entire new world of like window tent. And we were, you know, I didn't know anything about business. You know, I'd been doing Zumba, but for cash. But yeah, so we started this business and um, I was always, I was raised in a family that um, my mom, she, I love my mom to death, but she pursued my dad's dreams all the time. She, um, my dad had his own business and she always pursued dreams with him and was his support system. And so in my head, I had it like, oh, well, I've got to set myself aside and I've got to be humble and I've got to like, you know, make sure my husband's happy and I've got to like pursue his dreams, you know, and that's just how I was raised and what I thought was how every woman should be, you know, like, Oh, we're going to grow old together. We're going to have babies. I'm going to raise them just like my mom did, you know, and she was a fantastic mom. Don't get me wrong, but I just, I just had that in my head. And so we went through, let's see, we had that business for four years and, um, we made a lot of money. Uh, we made about $495,000 a year. Holla. Uh, but all that money went to drugs and stuff, you know, so that's cool. But that, again, I was learning how to make money. I was learning how to manage money, even if it was inaccurate, (laughs) I was learning how not to manage money, I guess. But with that, I also learned how to do marketing. And so I had been through the marketing of, you know, with Craigslist, you had, we had our free ads and then we had our yellow page ads and then bam, here comes Facebook with business pages, you know, like I was there whenever all this stuff was being born. And even though I'm not that old, I was still born at the right time where I could like learn from the very beginning of all this stuff when it comes to marketing. And so when we got divorced, I had taken the sign business, which, you know, stuck art sign shop now and also have a place in Little Rock. But then I also was being asked like, man, how did you make that business successful? How did you market that business? Because we didn't just grow to six figures in four years over nothing, you know, and it wasn't because he was great at customer service because he was an asshole you know like (laughs) people hated him (laughs) so it was kind of like oh well I guess I really did do that you know I was just kind of trying to do as much as I can and so then I started um, my social media marketing agency which I have now Shelby and Company and I do it for small businesses and I have some clients that are um, I mean international and national but I really like dealing with my small business clients because they're the ones that I can truly connect with. Like, I know you're struggling this month. 
but let's just keep pushing, you know? Um, and that's really where I can help them with the coaching that I've learned and the training that I've learned over the past few years, because, you know, everyone needs that extra person in their life to kind of push them a little bit further. Why not it be your marketing agent? You know, right. um, the person that's trying to get the business for you, the person that's trying to push you to be your best and get the, you know, best customer service. And I remember one client, he called and he said, you know, everyone keeps calling me for quotes, but they just aren't doing anything. You know, they won't actually say yes. So my first question was, well, how are we talking to them on the phone? You know, <laughs> and with some service industry, like men, especially, they're kind of gruff. They're very fast. They're kind of, you know, they, he wasn't priced too high. I did all that comparing and, you know, analysis stuff, but it's kind of like, okay, well, let's work on your customer service. And then boom, a week later, all of his sales start turning around. You know, so it's just a little bit about that. I try to like, you know, help people in that way without them actually knowing I'm helping them. <laughs> so that's where I am today, man. I'm just all over the place and about to bring a baby into this mess. And it's right. going to be absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> well, I so. think you are awesome. I love your story. You. I love your journey. And you've already kind of given a lot of little helpful hints and, and yeah. Tips especially mindset centric ways that you can, you know, move yeah. your life forward and, and shift your thinking. Are there other strategies, tools, tips, um, things like that, that, you know, might help mm -hmm. some of our audience members overcome some challenges, things that you think that they could implement um, to help them yeah. move along on their journey and kind of overcome some of the things that you've overcome? Yeah. So two years ago, I started my personal growth journey, like an official journey I had been start like I'd been reading books. I was listening to podcasts and things, but I'd really started studying John Maxwell. Um, and he talked about in one of his podcasts, um, the very first one that I listened to, and it was about leadership blind spots. And at this time in my, I guess, career slash personal life, I was volunteering for everything, girl. I thought like I was chasing awards. I was chasing titles. I was chasing like, you know, positions, leadership positions. I was like, oh. If I can be the leader of this, I'm going to be important. If I can get this award, I'm going to be important. You know, if someone votes me in this board, I'm going to be important. And so I was chasing all these things that wasn't actually helping me in my actual business. And all it was was taking me and distracting me from what my whole point on earth really is. And that's to make money and provide for my family and make sure my customers are happy. And so when I listened to this podcast, it was about leadership blind spots. And it really put my life into perspective because I was my own leadership blind spot and it was really tough to see that. I mean, whenever I realized that and how I realized it on my own, it's a Jesus thing. I don't know how I realized it on my own, <laughs> but it's one of those things like, oh my God, because of course I didn't think I had any blind spots. I thought it was perfect. You know, I was, let's see, two years ago, 24 years old. I had everything that I needed. And, you know, I thought I was conquering the world because like I said, I had the physicians, I had the, I was on boards and I was in leadership and I had a bunch of awards on my shelf. Like, Ooh, ah, you know, like it's kind of one of those things now I look back and go, why did I sit in that ceremony for an hour and a half just to get a freaking plaque that no one even sees but me, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. Right. So whenever I learned that I was my own leadership blind spot, I really started, well, I reached out to my personal growth coach now, Mike Harbour. He's with the John Maxwell team as well. Um, and I hired him full time with me and he's been with me ever since. And we talk every week and he's fantastic. But with his help, we have like changed my perspective of everything. I've taken myself out of positions, a ton of positions, actually, 
Um, once my turn was up, I would say no. I've learned to say no a lot more. No to sponsorships. No to um, leadership positions. No to club or organizations. You know, because those things just really distract you. And so, but I'll do one example of what I'm talking about with this leadership bond spot. And I was in a board meeting. I was the president of our Rotary Club at the time. And I was in the board meeting and I was just like, why are these people not respecting me? Like I was getting frustrated because they were all at least 20 years older than me. And I'm like, I don't understand. They all hate me because I'm so much younger, blah, blah, blah. And I had a bad attitude. But on the outside, I was like perfectly put together. I had my little agenda ready and all this other stuff. But then whenever I learned about blind spots, I'm thinking back and going, dude, you didn't know shit. Like you didn't know anything. Like, what are you talking about? You know, like you're not really that organized, like you're organized in your head, but I learned that organization is not my thing. Like I've learned that over the past year. So I have people in my life that help me organize. Um, but I always thought I was so organized, but instead I was putting so much effort into it that they didn't respect me because they thought I was just trying to be better than everybody. And so now I completely understand it, you know? So that's just one example. But then of course, you know, whenever I have my employees and stuff, that was just a whole different world, like trying to take myself out of like the leadership bond spot, trying to take myself out of those situations and look from the outside in, which business coaches totally help with that. And I recommend that everybody reach out to somebody. If it's a mentor, a business coach, I mean, I pay a lot of money for him every month and it's totally worth it because I'm investing in myself. And that's a very important thing is to invest in yourself as an entrepreneur that not like, oh, let's go buy earrings every week, but like, you know, investing in yourself where you're going to grow and you're going to see it like the return of it very soon or at least eventually, you know, so. There are several things you said in there that um, <laughs> I really resonated with personally, but I think that are uh, just amazing. Um, one thing I think is that we, you know, do a lot of things that we think we're supposed to do. And so yeah. just like you were signing up for things and volunteering and you know, the more that you show up and the more dependable you are, the more people want you to do things. And so you're right. you know, very honored by those things. And you think that that's the way, you know, but you get to the point, you know, you kind of almost burn out. And so yep. you're not showing up, you know, as your best self at all. And so we say, uh, Kelly and I read a, a book um, that was called The Best Yes. And the best yes is a no. So that's kind of stuck yeah. since we read that book. Um, yes. And I'm like, it's okay if I say no, you know, sometimes if I say no, I'm giving these other situations, these other people, my best self. And so I think that's exactly. really, really important. And I also like how you talked about, um, kind of busying ourselves. And I feel like, especially women, we catch mm -hmm. ourselves in these situations, uh, where we are overcome with what I refer to as the disease of busyness. So, yes. you know, it really is, we feel like we have to go, we have all these societal and even internal pressures on ourselves to mm -hmm. you know, be a certain way, do certain things. And it kind of goes back to this supposed to mentality. But, um, when we do that, we're, you know, filling up our schedules, but we're not necessarily filling up ourselves. And so, right. Like you're saying, there are these blind spots and um, people are not recognizing those things. And I think it's truly amazing that you are self-aware mm -hmm. enough and you're being accountable to yourself too, to recognize these things in yourself. You're taking the time to step back and realize, yeah. um, you know, where you can improve. And also, you know, you saying invest in yourself. So, you know, yeah. you and I both feel like that's really important. I have mm -hmm. you know, people to help me with all sorts of things. Organization is not really my thing either. And if I can get organized, it helps things flow a lot better. And so 
I think sometimes people think, well, I don't want to, and it's sometimes a limiting money mindset, but I don't want to, you know, spend money on this person because I could do that. Or if I did this differently and move this around. And so right. especially as entrepreneurs, we wear all these hats and we yeah. think, well, it, you know, if I am capable of doing it, then I don't need to give it to someone else. But you really need to be focusing on what I call revenue generating activities, mm-hmm. um, especially when mm-hmm. you're the face of the business. That's where you need to be spending your time. And so um, yeah. I just love how you have, you know, come to this and you've gone along this journey and you are, you know, investing in yourself, you know, seeing places where you can improve and really working mm-hmm. toward those things. And it really is perspective and giving ourselves that permission. So I, I love you hit so many things in there. And I was <laughs> taking notes the whole time because I didn't want to forget. Yeah. But I think that's super awesome. And um, we have these three questions that we okay. ask everyone. Um, and we are going to kind of put you on the hot seat right now. Um, it's okay. So, it's very hot in my car. That could be hormones, but it's okay. It's <laughs> We're going to get you out of the car in just a minute. There we so go. Yeah. You can cool off. Um, <laughs> the first thing, what is the best book you've ever read and why? OMG. I've read so many books. Let's I'm not see. being Shelby, you guys. I told her I would tell her these up front um, <laughs> and she said, no, surprise me. So. No, I like surprises. Um, well, I don't. My coach tells me I should. So <laughs> I'm trying. Um, Just have okay. your coach listen to this. You are, you are yeah, I will. the surprise. Yes. You are- oh, I'm sending it straight to him. Okay. So I would have to say John Maxwell, of course. Um, the 15 laws of invaluable growth, I believe is what it's called. Yes. Um, and I actually train all my employees within the first 60 days of them working for me. We go through every single law and it's just really good for them to understand where my mindset is. So that way they know where they need to be and what level they need to be and how they can continue their personal growth after that. Cause that was my very first personal growth book to ever read. So it started me on this whole journey. Yeah. Awesome. And now you're way along your path. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And the second one, what's the worst piece of advice that you have ever gotten? (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) I would probably have to say, and people say this all the time, so people may get pissed off if they hear it, but I don't care. You do you. Yeah. It would have to be, don't, um, it doesn't matter what other people think of you because it kind of does matter what they think of you. But you don't have to be so consumed with what they think of you. But it does matter if they think you're a bitch. Because if they think you're a bitch, you got to do something with your face. You got to do something <laughs> with your, your body language. You got to do something with your tone of voice, you know. So I really think over the years, you know, and we were hounded with that as kids. You know, it doesn't matter what those people think of you. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter what they think of you. But as a business owner, it super does, you know? Um, right. So I really think that would have to be the worst piece of advice. But to make it a good piece of advice, it would be to not be consumed with other what other people think about you. I love that. That's a, that's yeah. a really good way to put it because it is yeah. really off-putting to just be like, don't worry about anybody, but you do have to worry about people. You, yeah, you if you want to make a sell... Yeah, yeah, exactly. What are you trying to do? What is your your goal? Exactly. Um, And lastly, what is the best piece of advice that you've Mm. ever gotten? The best piece of advice. Man, I've had a lot of good advice. I think I want to go back to that leadership blind spot thing. I think my best piece of advice that I've ever been given was to 
acknowledge what that leadership blind spot is or what the blind spot is in anything in my life, personal or business life. Um, And once I realized what that was, then I can go back and reevaluate because in five years, that blind spot's going to be something different. In two months, it's going to be something different. So definitely the best piece of advice is going to go back to that blind spot because it's what set me free from the beginning. That's fantastic. I love that. I love ending on that. I love that it set you free. I love to hear about yeah. your baby. Excited about your baby. Um, Thank you. Is there anything else that you want to say or that I didn't ask you that you want to include? Um, and you can also share maybe where you know they can find you. Of course, we're going to put it in the show notes, but if you want to share it now, you can yeah. share that also. Um, yeah, no, I just really appreciate being on here. This is so fun. And, you know, I will say that it's, I read and I hear all these things about people that go through journeys and you get to the last chapter of the book or you get to the end of the podcast and you're just like so inspired. But I just want everyone to know, like, I'm still on this journey. I'm still going. I still have a long ways to go. Like I have come from a really, you know, small point and I may look very, you know, accomplished compared to whoever is listening to this, but just know that I have so many goals and so many dreams and I'm still racing towards, um, that I'm not done with this journey and you can call me in a year and ask me where I'm at for sure. Yes. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the thing. We're all on this journey and yeah. it's not a destination. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. We're constantly learning. Yeah. We're constantly growing when you're doing self-development. You just want to feed yourself more and more. Um, and so that's really what it's all about. Yeah. But thank you so much, Shelby, for joining us. And we hope that everyone has enjoyed today and has been as inspired as I am by Shelby. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Shift Her Podcast. We are here to share stories that inspire so that you can create the life you love now. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review, share on social media, and tell us why it resonated with you. You can follow us on Facebook at ShiftHer, Instagram at ShiftHer.co, and read more about us at www.ShiftHer.co. While you're there, sign up for our High Vibe monthly newsletter, where we share even more inspiration and stories from our Mastermind program. Links from today's episode are in the show notes.